As I was driving into work today, I was thinking about two questions. Who are you listening to and who are you agreeing with? I think in today's environment, those are two very important questions. You know, the news media and everything that goes on out there, there's a lot of negativity that is being uh, spoken over the airwaves, and we have to be careful what we agree with and who we believe, and it's really important. And today, it's really hard to figure that out, but I just want to focus on this morning, um, who are you listening to? And who are you agreeing with? And I want to talk about it, why it's so important. Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail. I'm really glad that you've chose to join me for this program. And I'm glad you're out there listening. And I would just really encourage you to share this program with your family and friends. Let them know about this program and let the radio station know how you're enjoying it. So the reason it's so important to watch who we agree with is found in Proverbs 18.21. It says, The power of life and death is in the tongue, and you can eat the fruit thereof. So you might say, well, what does that mean? When words are spoken, you can either agree with them or disagree with them. You can either receive them or not receive them. Now, I'm not talking about denying the facts of a situation, you know, you go to your doctor and he says, hey, you have cancer. Get your affairs in order. Now, I'm not talking about not listening to that. But what I am saying is going, Lord, in the name of Jesus, there is a higher word on this authority. You know, the Bible says in uh, Philippians 2.9 that the name of Jesus is higher than any other name and the Bible says that before you were born, Psalm 139, verse 16, God wrote down the full number of your days and put it away. And so I really want to talk about the power of words and the power of agreement. It's so important. The other day I was scanning the channel and I heard from the highest office of the land this decree. I call it a decree because he is speaking words over the nation he said that the winner of 2020 would be a winner of illness and death. And I went, oh, no, you don't. You didn't say that. I break agreement with those words. I'm not going to believe those words. I'm not going to receive those words. And I'm not going to receive those words for 2022. Because I'm speaking over 2022 that 2022 is going to be a year of health. It's going to be a year of healing. It's going to be a year of a divine turnaround for families. Now, I'm not saying that COVID-19 isn't real, and I'm not saying that the Omicron virus is not real, because we know it is. We know that people out there are suffering. But why speak words of fear or words that strike fear in the hearts of people, when you can speak words of faith, life, hope, health, and healing, those words. And so I know many people, when he heard him say those words, that struck fear in their hearts. And so let's share with you how receiving a message can affect you physically 
in how you can have what you say or what you agree with. Give me an example. When you go to the doctor and he says, you have cancer or you have this disease or that disease, the first thing that strikes you in the heart is fear. Man, fear can be a really powerful force. And then as you let fear uh, run through your life, the next thing it sets off is a high level of anxiety, depression, and stress. And as you let those emotions and feelings run rapid in your life, those emotions and feelings begin to affect your immune system, begin to release negative chemicals within your body like cortisol and many other things. Then your body begins to break down because you're all stressed out, you're tired out, you're not getting any sleep, and eventually you get sick. And the words that were spoken that you agreed with have now made you sick and you find yourself maybe going to the doctor or going to the hospital. Now, I want to say this. I'm not in denial, but I know that according to Romans 4.17, that faith causes things that are not as though they already were. So when I hear the words of illness and death, I say no, life, healing, abundant life that Jesus came to give. All right. Proverbs 18.21 says, The power of life and death is in the tongue, and you can eat the fruit thereof. So what you speak, what you believe, has tremendous power over your well-being and over your physical health. So if you come in agreement with death and illness, that's the very thing that could visit you. Now, people are being visited this year with death and illness and lot. And I speak faith over you that are sick. I speak healing over you that are sick. I ask for those that are, are in fear that the spirit of fear would be broken off you in the name of Jesus, and I speak life over you. Matthew 18, verses 19 through 20 says, And again I say to you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, and they shall ask it, and that will be done for them by my Father which is in heaven, for wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So there's great power in agreement. Join your faith with my faith and proclaim the following. Say, this will be a winner of health and healing, 2020. And 2022 will be a year of health and healing. And I want to say, be determined that you're going to go throughout this year and you're going to speak words of faith, healing, health, and hope. In the name of Jesus. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, The thief cometh to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come, Jesus said, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That life there is Zoe life. Life and healing. So when you hear words of illness and death and sickness, that's the enemy's agenda. But Jesus came to give us life and to give us more abundantly. 
You know, we need to be praying for those that are in the healthcare setting right now. We need to be praying for those that are working hard and trying to bring healing to the sick. We need to pray that God would protect them and keep them safe. We need to pray that hospital rooms would be filled with the glory of heaven and the angels of God. We need to pray that there would be turnarounds and miracles and healings and signs and wonders that would turn people to Christ. We need to pray for that. That would be a really good thing to pray for and believe for. And even as I'm doing this broadcast this morning, I'm believing God. Maybe some of you have a loved one that's sick, that's been sick with COVID or Omicron or in the hospital, and it doesn't just have to be COVID or Omicron. You know, you might be battling another sickness, another disease. You might be having a friend go through another heartache, another trial. We should be focusing on prayer. We should be focusing on faith. We should be focusing on healing. We should be praying for our doctors and nurses instead of getting upset at them and mad at them for some of the protocols they've got going on. Let's be let's do a no let's do a new protocol. Let's lift them up in prayer. I mean, come on. I see this time as a time of great opportunity. You say, what do you mean, Pastor? Well, this is an opportunity to see people healed like no other time in history. This is an opportunity to help someone break off fear. You know, the, and it says in Corinthians, these three remain, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. And I want to say to you today, that those are three gifts that we ought to be bringing to the world. You know, there's many people out there today through this struggle, they've lost faith. They've lost sight of what God has for them. When the Bible says that when we lose our vision, we perish. So when you see somebody struggling with their faith, help them to call the things that are not as though they already are. Maybe they're in a financial struggle, you know, where they're struggling financially. A lot of people out there right now, because of this pandemic, they are struggling financially. Some have lost their jobs, their employment. They don't know how they're going to make ends meet. Well, we need to pray for them and say, hey, one of the names for God is he is Jehovah Jireh. He is God, our provider. And I know he wants to provide for you. And so we need to pray for those that are struggling financially, spiritually struggling in their faith. And then there's, you know, some of them are struggling that they even got faith that they're going to even going to make it. And we need to say to them, hey, you're going to make it. You're going to get through. You know what? There will be a day when Omicron will be gone. COVID will be gone. That day will come and that day will go. This storm will pass. Every storm has an end date. But in the meantime, while we're in this together, we need to link arms, link up in our faith, and give out the gifts of faith, give out the gift of hope. What do you mean hope? Jeremiah 29, 11. Know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, and to give you a hope in the future. We need to let people know there is hope. And just because they're struggling right now doesn't mean that there's not hope. Many times when people get in a struggle, 
They can't see beyond their present circumstance. And so they suffer because all they can see is the trial that's right in front of them. And so we need to help them. We need to help them see the big picture that there's going to be more to life than Omicron and COVID. There's a lot more to life God has for them. And we need to encourage them and to help them walk in a fresh hope and to see the plans of God that they think are gone, but to see those plans that are still there, still in effect, and still available for them. Then it goes on in Corinthians chapter 12 to say that the greatest of these is love. I love that. Love. Love endures forever. You know what? We are to love those that hate us. We are to love those that misuse us. The one thing that the Bible says will mark a Christian's life is the love they have for other people. Now, it's easy to love people that love you. But how about the people that don't love us? How about the people that treat us? How about the people that cuss us out? Come on. We need to love them with the love of Jesus. I got cussed out once by a gentleman, and you know what I did? Instead of getting mad, instead of getting upset, I just sat down at the table with him and and began to talk and ask him how his family was. I'm not going to react to that stuff. And so many people today, they're reacting to all the hate and all that. We are to love people. We are to walk in love. You know, love conquers and covers a multitude of sins. Love is amazing. And then there's faith, hope, love, and we need to help people get their joy back because the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's in the book of Nehemiah. The joy, because many times people get in trials and they don't see no joy. Let me tell you. You know, I learned a, a hymn growing up. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. And then the verse goes, When upon life's billows you are tempted tossed, when you are discouraged thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Folks, as we begin to count our blessings, we will begin to get our joy back. And the reason we lose our joy is because we lose our focus. Remember when uh, Jesus came walking on the water to the disciples and they were in the boat and Peter said to Jesus, hey, invite me to come walk with you on the water. And Jesus says, come, Peter. And so Peter leaps out of the boat and he's walking on the water toward Jesus and he's doing just fine as long as he has his eyes on the Lord. But then he gets his eyes on that big wave coming at him and he starts to panic. He starts to lose hope and he begins to sink. Well, you know what? Then Jesus walked up to him and goes, you of little faith. But you know what I say to Peter? Way to go, Peter. I don't think I would have got out of the boat, but you did. But the reason, the reason he sank, was he got his eyes off the master and he got his eyes on the waves, he got his eyes on his situation, and all, all of a sudden his logical mind says, hey, 
I'm not supposed to be able to walk on the water. And he began to sink. And so many times, as we went through the pandemic and things have been happening, it's so easy to get our eyes off Jesus. It's so easy to get our eyes off the Lord and begin to sink. And you know, I feel like there are many people out there right now that are listening to my voice. That's exactly how they feel. So I'm going to spend some time in prayer, praying as the Holy Spirit leads me, guides me, and directs me. And you know what? I'd love to hear from you. My email is gale, G-A-L-E, at spiritualcareconsultants.com. So let's pray, shall we? Lord, I pray for those that feel like they're sinking. They're in despair, anxiety, depression. And I pray that your light would break forth into the darkness where they're at. And I pray that your presence, your ministering angels would go. Hebrews 1.14, Lord, says that they're ministering spirits sent to minister to those who shall be heirs of salvation. And I pray for those that are sinking today, that feel like they're sinking, that you would encourage them and lift them out of the miry clay and set their feet upon a rock. Lord, I'm reminded of that song, On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. So I pray that you would lift those that are sinking out of the sand and onto you, Lord, the rock that never sinks, that doesn't change. Lord, I lift up those that are sick. Lord, those that might have COVID or Omicron. And Lord, they might be sick with something totally different. I don't know what the sickness is that we're going to be dealing with that those that are listening but Lord, I proclaim your name, Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. I proclaim your scripture that you sent your word and healed them. And I pray that the angel of your presence, according to Isaiah 63, 9, would go to their room. And I pray that the glory of heaven and the presence of Jesus would right now begin to minister life, health, and healing to those that are sick. Right now, in the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus is higher than COVID. It's higher than Omicron. It's higher than fear, the name of Jesus. I pray right now for those that are bound by a spirit of fear, that fear has them gripped. Lord, I would bind the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus, which is higher than any other name, and command fear to go. And I would release through the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus, the Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9, 6, and the peace of heaven to come on you from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. Lord, right now, peace instead of fear, we break the chains of fear in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for those that are in the hospital, and I pray for the hospital and the healthcare workers. Lord Jesus, keep them safe. Lord, what's so wonderful about you 
is you can visit every hospital bed all at once. And I pray that your glory and your presence would go to every hospital bed. I pray that you would provide healing and health in the name of Jesus, that your angels would be dispatched according to Psalms 103 verse 20, that they do the word of God. And Lord, your word said that you sent your word and healed them. So I send a word of healing right now to every hospital, every hospital room, and every sick person, everybody on a ventilator, that your presence, that your glory, that your peace would settle on them right now and raise them off the bed of affliction. Lord, I pray for those that have lost loved ones during the pandemic, those that are dealing with grief. Lord Jesus, I pray for your peace. I pray for your comfort. Lord, you said that you are close to the brokenhearted and that you save those that are crushed in spirit. So I pray right now that in the name of Jesus Christ, that you would go and that you would heal and that you would encourage those that are sick with grief. I pray for those that really need to get the right medications to them that you would provide, that you would provide in the name of Jesus. And I just pray it would be like when you, Jesus, when you spoke to the young girl and you told her to get up and she got up and the fever left. Lord, your name is higher. Your name is life. Your name is healing, Jesus. You are the bright and morning star. You are the king of kings. You are the Lord of lords. And you are coming again. Lord, I thank you so much. And I pray that you would give people strength to fight the good fight of faith and not give up in the name of Jesus, Lord. So I praise you and I thank you and I bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you for listening. And I hope that you will pass this broadcast on or tell people what we're doing. And this program was brought to you by Family Tree Medical of Hastings, Michigan. Remember, I want you to agree with what God has said, not what man is saying. Don't listen to the thief. Listen to Jesus. He loves you. He's with you. Don't lose hope. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. God bless you. Have a good evening.